Hey everybody and welcome or welcome back to the Brooklyn Way podcast. I'm your host Brooklyn Elizabeth and today's episode is going to be about something that I'm sure we have all needed at some point in our lives and I'm talking about the way to get out of a funk and to elevate your energy levels and with the new season coming here in the near future, we've got fall just around the corner And whenever we're transitioning out of summer, if you're anything like me, I sometimes get some of those like, you know, fall winter blues. As much as I love fall, it's still a transition because it's not as sunny and warm all the time. And sometimes you can't be outside and enjoying nature as much as you do in the summertime. So since fall is just around the corner, I think this is a perfect time to start talking about elevating your energy levels and getting yourself out of a funk if you are currently just not feeling like yourself. So as always, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Brooklyn underscore Elizabeth or at the Brooklyn Way pod and shoot me a DM, let me know your thoughts and just let me know how you're feeling about the podcast in general. I am super blessed that this community is really starting to kind of take off. I am starting to get DMs from you guys, and these are people that I've either known in my hometown or went to school with when I was younger, or these are people that I've literally never met. And so getting these, you know, just this affirmation that I'm doing something correctly, it's just solidifying that even though this is totally out of my comfort zone and I am by no means a pro or, you know, the best out there at wellness podcasts, but it is letting me know that what I'm saying is really resonating with people and it's touching people and motivating them and making them feel like they are not alone in their struggles. And if they're feeling, you know, kind of like the odd one out or like there's something wrong with them, just hearing somebody be vulnerable and sharing their experience, I'm very blessed and very fulfilled to hear that that is touching you guys and making you feel, you know, just more real and more connected and more similar than you thought you were because at the end of the day a lot of us are going through these exact same struggles and so just having somebody talk about it just kind of validates that what you're feeling is normal and there's a way to overcome that but you shouldn't be beating yourself up and making yourself feel like it's just you and I know that kind of sounds cliche but seriously you guys please stop in and send me a dm and just let me know if any of this is really speaking to you because the more that I'm hearing this, the the more it motivates me to continue doing this and to think of topics and episodes that I think will really help you guys out. So with all of that aside, if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. And if you are new, I do like to start every podcast with a moment for us to get in touch with ourselves and just to kind of elevate our day and bring some positivity in because We all know that on a wellness journey, being in touch with yourself and, you know, being positive is really the key to changing your mindset. So real quick before we go into that, a little bit of a life update. I am pre-recording this episode right now. So it is the first week of August. By the time you guys hear this, it will be the second week of August and I will have been in Atlanta, moved into my apartment, getting acclimated to my new job. So this, you know, being beforehand, I am feeling really nervous, but 
Next episode next week is going to be recorded in real time. I just pre-recorded this because I knew that the first week that I'd be moving in, there would be like a million things going on. So I wanted to have this episode recorded and ready to go so that it wasn't just something else that would be, you know, stacked on my list of things to do. And that way I didn't feel like I needed to rush it. And I didn't want to half-ass it, you guys. So I wanted to give you my full attention and my full energy. So here it is. And also, I recently tried the... Aztec Indian healing clay. I know this is so random, but everyone was telling me not to buy it. My sister was like, Brooklyn, that is going to dry your skin out so bad. Like, do not do it. But you guys, I loved it. I am somebody who struggles with hormonal acne. I've actually never had problems with my skin. Very thankful for that. But when I got into my 20s, I just all of a sudden would get these terrible breakouts once a month right around my period and I would get them right under my cheekbones and right on my chin literally in the exact same spot like I have a permanent little scar on both of my cheeks where the exact same pimple comes in every single month and it drives me nuts but with that being said those you know those monthly pimples were starting to pop out and I spotted the clay mask at TJ Maxx it was $5.99 so I was like screw it let's just try it And I woke up the next day and that little pimple that was growing on both sides of my cheek, they were both gone. So I don't know what magic is in there. And I don't know what you guys are talking about saying that it's awful, but maybe, maybe don't do it all over your whole face. Just maybe in spots that um, you typically break out in or areas that are a little bit more oily if you're like me and have the combination skin. So, okay, that was super random. But that is a little life update for you. And next week, I will be able to give you some more details about Atlanta and my move and my apartment. So stay tuned for that. But with that being said, I think it's time that we can go ahead and dive into our little opener for our podcast episodes and just start with our manifestations. So let's get right into it. And as a reminder, for those of you who are new here, Manifestations, just to keep it short, is all about that positive, future-minded thinking. And at this time, we're really trying to get in touch with our goals. And your goals can be very big or very small. But for me, I like to take this moment to go ahead and pause the podcast and think of at least three things that you are manifesting or three affirmations, positivity that you want to put out into your life. Okay, so go ahead and pause the podcast and think of your three. So my three for today would probably be something along these lines. So I am worthy of abundance and I am open to receiving all of the feedback that I am getting right now, especially for my podcast and with my new career. And I also trust myself in creating the life that I want for myself. So those are my three. I think that they are super applicable to just about everyone. And, you know, if those don't resonate with you, take a little bit more time, pause the podcast, take a big drink of water, take a deep breath, and just think of three, two to three things that are really speaking to you and your life right now. Because I promise you, the more you do this, the more you will notice a difference in your mindset. And next, I like to go into my gratitudes And we are going to run through these podcast openers a little bit quicker now because 
If you are not new here, you've kind of got the gist from all the past episodes, and if you are new here, I urge you to go back to my beginning episodes where I go a little bit more in-depth on my podcast openers with gratitudes and manifestations, but also let me know, would you guys be interested in an episode about how to start your manifesting journey and how to really get the most out of journaling? I don't know if that sounds interesting to you guys. I would totally do a whole episode on it. So send me a DM or, you know, just shoot me a message and let me know. You can even write it in the reviews on the podcast itself. And I will definitely do that if that's something you guys are wanting. So to get back into our gratitudes, these are the habits of reflecting on positive things on a regular basis. And you are trying to rewire your brain to focus more on the positives in life. And this really helps us build up this resilience and helps us navigate these difficult situations in our life a lot more gracefully. So today my gratitudes would probably be that I am very grateful that I have the motivation to go ahead and do this recording in advance. And I'm grateful that I'm valuing my own time and my own energy because a lot of times I will not plan ahead. And I've learned through my wellness journey that You know, taking time for yourself and planning ahead and knowing yourself and knowing what stresses you out is very important to learning about who you are and how you handle situations. So I am very grateful that I'm getting more in tune with that body-mind connection. And lastly, I am very, very grateful for my boyfriend. He is being the best boyfriend ever right now and supporting me and giving me all the strength and motivation I need with starting a new job and just kind of being that shoulder to lean on as we are figuring out this whole move in this new city. So I am very grateful to have him along for the ride and I will never take him for granted. So Now that I have given you my three gratitudes for today, I want you to go ahead and think of at least three things, again, big or small things, that you are grateful for today. And like I said, these can be anything. These can be how you're feeling. This could even be like my example about planning in advance. So, you know, being grateful that you're listening to yourself, listening to your mind, listening to your body. So remember, these can be anything and we are trying to switch our minds into focusing on the positives. So even if it's very hard to find positive things right now, I know you can do it. So go ahead and pause the podcast, dig deep into your little brain, and think of at least three things that you are very grateful for today. And I promise your mood will feel so much better after you do so. And lastly, on our podcast openers, we like to take a moment and just rate how we're feeling today. And I like to start this with a little bit of breath work. So we're all going to do this together, but we're going to take a deep breath in for four counts. We're going to hold it for four counts, and then we're going to release it for four counts. And this is actually a technique that I learned when I went to therapy one time when I was dealing with anxiety, and it's called the box method. And basically, when you're doing these breaths, you want to visualize that you are creating a box in your mind. So whenever you breathe in for four counts, that's one side of the box. And then when you hold it, that is one of the horizontal sides of the box. When you exhale for four counts, that is the other vertical side of the box. And then when you breathe back in, that is the other horizontal side of the box. So as you can see, it's just this continuous cycle. And anytime that you're feeling anxious, I really suggest trying this exercise. It's super easy and you can do as much as you need in order to feel 
more calm. So let's go ahead and try it out together. We are going to be breathing in for four counts on three, two, one. Go ahead and take your deep breath in. Now we're going to hold it for four. And we're going to release for four. And go ahead and finish off this cycle with one more breath in for four counts. Okay, go ahead and let that one out as easily or hard as it feels right for you. And you should be feeling a little bit more tapped in, a little bit more grounded. If you're in a spot right now where you're feeling anxious or upset, go ahead and pause the podcast and do that box exercise a couple more times and I promise you, you will actually feel your heartbeat start to slow down. You'll hear those thoughts in your brain start to quiet a little bit more and you'll just feel a lot more centered. It's one of my favorite ways to combat anxiety, especially before I go on to a Zoom call or a meeting or take a test or anything that really gets my anxiety ramped up. I like to take just a moment to do this by myself and I can instantly feel myself kind of coming back down to earth. So I hope that that is a tool that you guys can use in the future. And with that being said, let's go ahead and rate our day. So I want you to think of how you're feeling today on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being that you are living your best life and 1 being that you just woke up on the absolute wrong side of the bed and today is just not your day which is totally okay. As I always say, everybody has bad days, but go ahead and think of how you're feeling and just be very real, very vulnerable with yourself and just be honest. How are you feeling today? If you are not feeling your best today, I want you to think of one thing that you can do, big or small, to help elevate your mood and your mindset at least by one tiny notch or one increment on that scale of one to 10. And even if you are feeling 10 out of 10, I want you to think of something that you can do to make your day even better. I know in past episodes, we've talked about doing things by ourselves in our alone time episode, and maybe that is reading a book or doing a puzzle or doing yoga, something that you can do for yourself. It can be by yourself or with others, but using that time to have alone time is very beneficial. As we talked about on the episode, it can really elevate your mood, really help with anxiety, depression, keeping stable moods, and just getting to know yourself and what you like a lot better. So if you are feeling a 10 out of 10 today, go ahead and plan on giving yourself some alone time tonight and think of something that you want to do with yourself tonight. Okay, now that we've wrapped up our podcast opener and our life update, I think it's time to get right into today's episode, which is the way to get out of the funk and elevate your energy. Okay, let me just start by asking a bit of a rhetorical question. So have you been feeling like yourself lately or have you just felt like you've been going through the motions in life? Because when I think of being in a funk, I feel like that really means that I'm just feeling very low energy and, you know, uninspired and just simply feeling like my days are passing and I don't really feel like I'm adding any value in my daily life. So for me, it's usually, this is something that usually comes with a very low mood, a low social battery, and I often feel like I'm kind of slacking off when it comes to my wellness and my fitness goals or I just don't feel like my work or what I'm doing and putting my time into is very meaningful. 
I ultimately feel like I'm wasting a lot of time. And so for you, a funk could be a variety of feelings, but no matter how you feel or how you describe it, it usually comes down to low levels of energy and feeling that you're just not living out to your full potential. And for me, I'm somebody that is very influenced by the weather when it comes to my energy levels. So I just want to let you guys know that you don't always have to wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and, you know, ready to change the world. But if you're not feeling inspired or motivated to chase your dreams and you've experienced this kind of, this feeling that's kind of prolonged for more than a few days, you can really start to cause you to feel restless and unsatisfied with where you are in life. And that that's kind of where the problems start to come in and that's when it starts to take a toll on your mental health and just your overall energy level just feels very dragged down and it, it feels like you kind of can't get out of this hole that you're digging for yourself. But you do have to give yourself some credit here because if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you're taking the first steps to acknowledge that either you aren't feeling your best or you've not you felt bad like this in the past and you didn't really know what to do so you're kind of bracing yourself for another low point in life which we all know life comes in waves so we can't expect it to be you know rainbows and butterflies every day so give yourself some credit you are learning and taking the steps and you know just getting these tips and tricks and things that you can do in your own life if something like this ever happens to you again and you are also like I said seeking out those tips to turn the feeling around so Remind yourself that you are 100% in control of your feelings and your emotions and also remind yourself that you have the capacity and the energy to make those changes really happen in your life. So a few bad days or a low season in life doesn't equal a bad life or it doesn't mean that you're not striving to be your best self. Like I said, we all have low points in life and sometimes we just need to remind ourselves that things don't change unless we change our mindsets and our actions. So a funk doesn't last forever and deep down, you know that you have already overcome some low points. So if you're experiencing a funk or just a low energy season of life, you can do this. You can change it and I know you can do it because you've probably done it before. So when it comes to digging yourself out of that rut, you have to first acknowledge that this journey really does begin as an inside job. And what I mean by this is that you really have to start looking within yourself. Of course, today I'm going to give you some tips and resources for starting that inside job, but just know that nobody can really pull yourself out of a hard place without your full effort to acknowledge it and take steps every day to get back to that full energy motivated mindset. So even though you're listening to this, you actually have to put these things into practice for your daily life to really start changing and for your energy to really start changing. So with that being said, my first little bit of advice is to give yourself time and permission to feel whatever you are feeling. You want to try your best to put a finger on what is really draining your energy and making you feel the way that you do. And this is why I always do our little 1 to 10 rate your day and our podcast episodes openers and I do this because it's really hard for you to learn how to feel your emotions and what's making you feel the way you do. So practicing this every day or at least whenever you ter- tune into the podcast is a way that can really help you learn how to do this step. And 
you know, giving yourself the time to feel what you're feeling can really help you figure out what it is that you need to move past. So allow yourself to feel everything that you're feeling. And if you're like me, sometimes you just need to watch a sad movie or listen to a few sad songs. And that can really help you validate what you're feeling. And let me tell you, it's perfectly okay to nurture yourself for a few days and just let yourself work through whatever it is that's bringing you down. So take that time to feel cranky or sad or frustrated or just plain weird. Whatever it is that you are feeling that makes you feel that you are not in your normal mindset, you're not in your groove, this does not mean that you're weak. It just means that you're human and you have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge yourself and give some credit and validation to your feelings. That is the first step in my little advice for the day. Now, my next piece of advice is to add in some distraction. And when I say this, I really don't mean smothering those low feelings, but instead I mean let's find some distractions or some type of simulation that can help you process your feelings and move past them. And for me, this can sometimes be the hardest thing to do. So for example, when I first moved to Spain and I was feeling super low, I was probably actually experiencing culture shock and looking back in hindsight, I was probably also feeling a little homesick. And during this time, it was so easy for me to just recluse and isolate myself because I didn't know how to move past those weird feelings that I had never had before. And I just felt so out of touch with who I was and how I normally feel. And this ended up making everything worse because I just put all of those feelings on hold and I did not try to move past them or distract myself. I really just didn't have any outlet for distracting the, from those feelings. And so I just stayed in a constant loop with these, you know, awful, terrible emotions for about two weeks. And looking back, I could have tried to push myself out of those emotions or to just pause for a moment and try to find some type of distraction that would allow me to find those positives and find things that I enjoy doing. And this would have added a lot of inspiration and passion into my day-to-day routines. And this also ties back into our little podcast openers and why we always do those gratitude exercises because even if you're going through a really low point in your life, at least finding three things every day that you are grateful for is a skill that really re rewires your whole brain and even if you're dealing with something terrible reminding yourself by telling yourself all these things that you have to be grateful even at a low point it's really good for your your mental health and it's something that I promise you if you actually practice you will begin to see how those changes start looking in your mindset and in your overall wellness journey. So some of these distractions can include taking a break from your thoughts with meditation or mindfulness. And by the way, if you haven't tried the Calm app or any other mindfulness app out there, I totally suggest giving it a try if you feel yourself getting into some type of funk or just a low energy type of phase in your life. And you could also try to create something if you're not really into the meditation and mindfulness. So if you are not feeling like connecting with people or not feeling like really being social at the moment, you should really think about giving yourself some type of project. And that way, every day you can turn those emotions off for just a moment and 
you could also even really lean into them and cultivate something creative and, you know, just kind of put whatever you're feeling in your head onto a canvas or into words or, you know, into some type of painting. And this will really allow you to create something from those negative thoughts. And it really makes you proud and it leaves you feeling really productive and inspired and let a, instead of just letting yourself sit and simmer in those negative thoughts, you really want to try to distract yourself by doing something productive, but also something that can help you work through those emotions. And that's why I say doing some type of project or something that turns a different side of your brain on will really help you get out of that funk and really help your energy levels start to elevate. And last year, I actually started to feel a little bit of a funk coming on right around midterm season. I was really stressed out about looking for my job, um, and this was around probably like October, November of last year, my senior year, and I could really start feeling my, you know, emotions getting a little crazy, I was feeling a little stressed out, and I really did not know what to do with myself. I didn't really feel like being social, but I knew that I didn't want to kind of isolate myself and let those emotions turn into something even worse, so... What I did is I went out and I bought some little stretched canvases from Michaels. I got some acrylic paints and I got this cute little paintbrush set. And I took one night and just scrolled on Pinterest and found a picture that I really liked. And I started sketching it. And then each night, you know, when I was feeling low or unproductive or I could just feel my brain start to spiral, I would just work on my painting. I would put a podcast on and I would just work on my painting and just kind of be in my own little world for like an hour or two every evening. And it really, really helped me deal with those negative emotions and combat that stress without just isolating myself and turning on Netflix and ignoring those feelings and just letting them fester and get worse and worse and worse. So I really, really urge you to go ahead and start a project. And if art isn't your thing, you could also do a couple of other things. You could start a blog or start a little succulent garden, which, oh my gosh, I have started one while I've been living at my mom's this summer. And it has been so therapeutic, but I'm very scared that when I take my little plants with me to Atlanta, that they're all gonna die. So Everyone say a prayer for my succulent garden. Um, You could also create a playlist or, you know, some type of, you know, podcast playlist or Apple Music playlist based on your moods. I think this is really something fun to do, especially like if you're bored and there's nothing to do. Create a playlist, organize your music. It's really fun to do. You can also share it with your friends. Um, And I think there's even some new features on Spotify where your friends can actually collaborate with you on playlists. So that would be something cool to do. Um, And if you're not into any of that, you can also try making yourself a little fancy four-course meal, sip some wine while you listen to your favorite podcast, aka The Brooklyn Way, and just go ahead and show off those skills. Or even if you're not that good at cooking, it's still fun to just play around in the kitchen. So the key here is that being creative allows your brain to engage in a more focused way. 
and it can really help you shift from feeling crappy to feeling really proud of yourself. And when you're ready, you can even do any of these creative activities with a friend and just rant about what's going on. Tell them about what you're going through and you know yourself best, but your friend can really guide your feelings and they can kind of look at your life from like a bird's eye view and tell you what's really getting on. So my second advice would be get creative and then get social when you are ready to. So this leads me into my third piece of advice for getting out of a funk, and that is to indulge in some self-care. And sometimes if we are just not feeling like ourselves, we really need to recharge by investing sometimes into ourselves, which can really help you start to feel more like yourself. And if you're anything like me, nothing makes me feel better than a bath with some Epsom salt or an everything shower. Girls, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but just spending some extra time pampering yourself. So go ahead and do the body scrub, do the shower oils, pull out the bath bombs, do the face masks, which if you haven't tried the Aztec Secret Indian Healing Clay Mask, go ahead and get that shit at Target or TJ Maxx. It is amazing. Well, maybe not if you have dry skin, but if you're like me and you get like hormonal acne, add this to your next self-care night. Also, another thing I recommend is an ice roller if you've never tried one of them. I also found one at TJ Maxx for literally $5 and I put that on my Instagram at the Brooklyn Way Pod. So you can check that out and see what it is that I'm talking about if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But you basically just pop them into the freezer and then I like to roll them on my face and neck right before I go to bed. Um, and then also in the morning, especially if you are like me and you've been dealing with like a summer cold for the past five freaking weeks, I don't know what's going on, guys. I've had like two rounds of antibiotics and I am still sounding super nasally so I'm very sorry for that and thanks for hanging in this far into the podcast even though I sound like this but it really does help to use an ice roller it's really good for lymphatic drainage so I've been trying to be really on it with using this because in addition to that it really helps with stress alleviation and depuffing, and it just really leaves you feeling relaxed and clear-minded so That was tip number three, a little bit of self-care time and go get yourself a face mask and an ice roller. And even if you're not in a funk or do not need your energy level elevated, I still recommend always pampering yourself and giving yourself some extra self-care time wherever you can squeeze that into your daily routine. Okay, you guys. So my last little bit of advice for getting out of a funk is to get moving. And there is endless research out there that validates the claim that working out or just simply moving your body tremendously helps with elevating your mood. And when you work out, your heart rate elevates and your body releases endorphins, which are those feel-good hormones. And sometimes you are feeling like you're in a funk, but you really just can't put your finger on what's going on or what's making you feel this way. And it can really come down to being something as simple as your hormones, just being out of balance. And the mind and the body are 100% connected. So if you feel like your body is out of balance, then your mind will absolutely feel that as well. So some of my favorite workouts are not the ones that everyone dreads. So don't worry there. But, you know, I'm not talking about weightlifting in the gym where you feel like everyone is like staring at you and you just feel like your form is wrong or you're only lifting five pound little weights. So you just feel like an idiot. So you're not and you don't look like an idiot. But 
If you're like me and the typical gym workouts just make you feel a little bit more anxious or insecure, then go ahead and cancel that membership. Save yourself some money and find a way to move your body in a way that actually makes you feel good on the inside and the out. So not only are we thinking about our physical health here, we're also thinking about our mental health. So for me, that is stuff like walking outside and listening to my favorite podcasts or playlists, um, especially if the weather is nice. So working out in nature is bonus points because you're getting some endorphins and you're also getting that fresh air and it can really help you just kind of declutter your mind and feel more in the moment and centered. And in an article about mindful walking, which I had no idea there was such thing as mindful walking, but I found this info and it was pretty cool. So walking in nature is a true antidepressant, the article claims. So it promotes the release of endorphins and serotonin, which are substances that reduce the production of cortisol and cortisol is the stress hormone. So a long walk, therefore, besides being a pleasant activity, stabilizes the mood, reduces stress levels, and allows us to be more in tune with ourselves and our surrounding environment. And this article also stated that walking is a natural cure. So it reduces cortisol, it burns fat, and it fights diabetes and the onset of cardiovascular and degenerative diseases. So, I mean, you guys, it's like a double whammy, a win-win-win situation. It's good for your mind, your body, and your soul, and just overall how you feel. So, walking outside, apparently there's this new thing called mindful walking, which is just the best thing you can pretty much do for yourself. But if walking is something that absolutely bores you to death, then I really urge you to go onto YouTube and find some type of fitness instructor that really pumps up your mood. Plus, it's totally free, so you can do your workout in the comfort of your home or at the park or in your backyard if you're cool with working out outside, just whatever is best for you. So the point is here that just you need to move your body to get yourself feeling good and to keep your energy high and to keep it maintained at that high level. Or if your energy is feeling kind of low and you're in a funk, moving your body is actually a way to get out of that funk, even though it's sometimes hard to tell yourself that you have to do that and you may just feel like you want to sit in your bed and like you know just rot and watch some Netflix for eight hours I promise you that's really not going to do anything so if you are serious about changing that mindset serious about elevating your energy and getting out of a funk you sometimes have to do things that are uncomfortable and I totally believe in the fact that being uncomfortable is one of the only ways to grow so Go ahead and start doing things that push you out of your comfort zone, especially if you're in a funk and especially if you're trying to elevate your energy because I just posted something on my Instagram and I 100% stand by it and basically I posted this quote saying becoming her and her is like this, you know, metaphorical person, the best version of yourself in the future and this whole quote basically encompasses this idea that When you put out the energy and you put the effort into becoming the person that you want to be, you're going to start noticing all of these differences around you. And I've started to notice these things, guys. I'm I'm serious. Like, I've started to push myself out of my comfort zone and I've started to do things that I'm really passionate about. And I've kind of just been, you know, shutting out all of that BS where I was just scared of people, you know, judging me or thinking weird things about me or just being hard on myself just shut it out 
and do what you want to do, do what you're passionate about, put positive energy out in the world and things will start coming to you. And it's kind of crazy because people have been reaching out to me and saying really awesome things or all these crazy cool ideas for future podcast episodes, which I'm super excited to share with you guys. But when you put out energy that you're truly passionate about and it's positive and it comes from a very pure place, things that are meant to be in your life are going to start coming to you. And the first step of that is kind of combating that uncomfortable you know, aura that there might be with change or with becoming this best version of yourself. So with that being said, I think we are about out of time here. Unfortunately, I wish I could talk to you guys forever, but we will be doing new episodes every Friday at 2 p.m. So if you're loving what you're hearing, go ahead and connect with me at the Brooklyn Way pod. And that is where you will just be able to get updates in between episodes and just be able to connect with other people that are on their wellness journey and part of this community of people trying to better themselves and just become the best version of themselves. So everyone that is following that account, I can already tell, is super into wellness and is super positive. And I can just tell everyone's just supporting each other. And it's just a very empowering very much female community and I urge you to go ahead and connect with them and if you're not doing it for the podcast do it for yourself find some girls that have similar interests as you and I just think it's a great way to meet people and find people that have similar dreams and ambitions as you so go ahead connect with me at the Brooklyn Way pod and for that I think this is going to be our episode for today but I hope that you learned a little bit about how to get out of a funk or how to elevate your energy. And I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone who has been listening and supporting me and has been reaching out via Instagram and just sharing a little bit about their own wellness journey. It seriously makes my heart so happy. And the reason I started this podcast is to make a positive impact in somebody's life. So I am so happy that that's actually happening and it just motivates me to keep going. So I will see you guys next Friday at 2 p.m. for our next episode. So in the meantime, have an amazing week and go get after those dreams. I know you can do it.